you know what? I feel like I've been doing it like an unhealthy way this whole time. And I really want to just slow things way down and really focus on what matters in my life. Welcome to Peak Pyrography, where we discuss artistry and process with creators in the wood burning and pyrography community. I'm your host, Justine Fetty. I was introduced to wood burning in 2020 and haven't looked back since. Like I said last time, my goal for this year was 12 episodes, and here we are, episode 12. I've got to give each and every one of you listeners a huge shout out. You've been so wonderful, and making these episodes has been so much fun. Also, I've got to give a huge shout out to all my guests and people who've believed in me and said yes before there was even something here to say yes to. Thank you to everyone who's been a part of this, enjoyed it, and been on it. It's been a blast and got more episodes coming soon. Like I said, we hit 12 way sooner than I initially thought we would. And please keep all the messages coming. Let me know what you're thinking, what you're enjoying, if there's anything else you want to hear or see on the podcast. And if you are enjoying the show, make sure to give us a like, subscribe, follow, or leave a review. That really helps me and the show out. Today's guest is Brandy Rolls, who uses her name at Brandy Rolls. That's Rolls spelled R-O-E-L-S all around the internet. She was great to chat with. I loved getting to hear about some of the fun and quirky things that she does. Her art style is so beautiful and realistic with lots of paint and colors and techniques that I had no idea about. We even got a couple of fun guest appearances from Daisy the Dog, both in art form and live. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hi, Brandy. Welcome on Peak Pyrography. I'm excited to have you on today. Hi, I'm excited to be here. (laughs) Where are you coming here from? I live in the middle of nowhere in Illinois. It's called Normal. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surrounded by a ton of (laughs) cornfields. Awesome. Well, I mean, Midwest is, it's a fun place to be. Um, yeah, sure. It's uh, incredibly windy. It's a lot more windy than I thought it would be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you come from somewhere else? I've actually lived around the U.S., like just kind of random places. Um, most of my time growing up was spent in California. Okay. So big difference. But then yeah. uh, a lot of time like in the South, like North Carolina, Georgia, Virginia. That's cool. And because you went to uh, SCAD, you went to Savannah College of Art and Design, right? Yeah, it's very long. So SCAD for short. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's fun. I've got a couple friends who also went there. Oh, awesome. So we, we can trade names afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I graduated in 2015. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then where are you online? You're on Instagram at Brandy Rolls. So that's your name, Brandy, yep. R-O-E-L-S. Yeah. But I'm also on Facebook. I do have a Pinterest. It, I mean, my Pinterest, I haven't posted any of my stuff on there. It's literally just my inspiration boards. Oh, sure. I do have a website. It's a brandyrolls.square.site. Um because I don't have like the finances to buy a website anymore. <laughs> I did used to have my own site. Um, but then um, what else? I have a YouTube that I kind of like 
I want to get back into dealing and then I'm on TikTok. I don't like do all of these things like as regularly as I used to before I had my daughter. Right. Yeah. Kids, kids change the priorities and the time distribution opportunities. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So how did you get started in wood burning? Well, um, I picked up a wood burner just because Quinn, my husband, suggested I try it out and it looked like fun. So I picked up, here, here I'll show you. This is the first one I ever used. Classic. Is that the Versatool? The tool. Yep. By Walnut Hollow. And I loved it. I was not good at it. Oh, hold on. Can't get this guy back on. There we go. <laughs> and, um, I was like, oh, cool. I love it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make all the save the dates for our wedding. And it would have been so many. I didn't oh end up doing Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, but I did um, end up doing, like, all this hand lettering. And I vectorized it and sent it to um, a local makerspace. And they did, like, laser engraving on wood for us. Because it, just, it would have been so much on me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a lot of work. Yeah. But this is one of the first things I ever made. You can tell it's super faded, very old. And it says love finding that one person to annoy the rest of your life. Correct. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, that's dated 2017. So I picked up the wood burner, I think, like 2016. That's kind okay. of how I started my business. And um Back then, my business was Market with a B Gallery, like Market okay. with a B. Song. For B for Brandy, or yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. So, what what was Market with the B Gallery? Was that a physical space, or was that you doing artwork? What was Market with a B? Uh, it's always been an in-home business. Um, I would create pieces just like at my desk at home and then I totally would go to like art shows and like set up a big booth and everything I also had my artwork in stores uh there were like a couple um like maker shops or like galleries nothing like fancy art galleries just like places where like local artists would sell their work so that's mainly what I was doing and then selling online Oh, you still? I'm still here. Yeah. Lost okay. your video for just a sec. Yeah. I get like five spam calls a day. So oh. <laughs> no worries. And you're using your phone right now for the video. Yeah. Yeah. All good. No worries on that. Um, so you started with market with a B and now market, you're not doing market with a B anymore. Uh, was that because of becoming a mom and sort of changing priorities or was there a different reason that went on hiatus? It's definitely mainly because of becoming a mom, honestly, um, which I found to be really great because it helped me realize that having my business was really stressful on me. I just had that like, go, go, go mentality and having to like keep up with like what's new with like algorithm algorithms or just like this site is new and let's do that and like I just like really stretched myself thin and um I was primarily wood burning pet portraits and I really liked that but then 
it just got really overwhelming and I didn't, I was always an advocate for like self-care, but when it came to myself, I didn't really do that. <laughs> Understood. Yeah. It's, it's easy yeah. to preach, but it's hard to walk the talk. Um, yeah. yeah, I still love creating art. It's always just been a part of me. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop Mark with the gallery. I really don't think I want to woodburn pet portraits anymore. And I was like, I'm just going to go by my name now. This is just, it's just me now. And I'm going to post whenever I can, whenever I make an art piece. Whatever just, feels good for you. Yeah. 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 And has that opened up or freed you up to do more of the art that feels really good to you and that you really enjoy? Definitely. And we can see some of that in the background here. And it looks like it's lots of family related or babies and what, what kind of stuff are you really enjoying working on right now? So I can show you, um, I forgot I got these out. This is like an example of a pet portrait that I made. That's beautiful. And it's so, it's so large. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, that's beautiful with nice shine. And And then here's another one. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Here's another one. Yeah. A nice little cat. Yep. With some great detail in the fur. That's always so hard to get. But now I have returned to painting. So when I went to SCAD, it was like this huge focus on like digital art. So I majored in illustration and I felt this pressure to focus on digital art instead of traditional. And I really missed that. So the wood burning when that came in felt really good, but I really wanted to like actually paint with my hands. So now, for pet portraits, I'm painting, but I still do like a wood burn outline. Okay, yeah, you can see that. And look at that detail in the paint. That's gorgeous. Thank you. And then, yeah, I do have a lot of like fetal and embryo pieces that I'm making. Those, Those are darling. <laughs> Thanks. They kind of really started when I experienced my miscarriages. And it was like a way for me to heal. Yeah. But then when I became a mom, I was like, I'm like obsessed with my daughter. <laughs> and I'm still very into babies. <laughs> yes. Um, I also really love painting portraits. So this is my husband, Quinn, and then my daughter, Luna. That's wonderful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. And if, if anybody's listening to this and you want to... If you're just listening and you want to tune in here and check out the the visuals, Brandy's been holding up lots of different um, beautiful pieces that she's been working on. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, th- those are really cool. Um, and and I found you through uh, the Woodburn template book, the Community <laughs> Book of Templates, Volume Two, and I think you had some stuff in Volume One as well. Yes, I did. Yep. Um. But I found you with the volume two where you put this beautiful piece of a mom nursing her baby. Yes. Um, And that one touched my heart immediately. So I had to go and burn it right away. Um, Yeah. That just like made my day. I honestly (laughs) 
whenever whenever I submit my art for um, Rachel Strauss's books, um, I'm always wondering, is anybody actually going to like use these templates? And so in the first book, I had a dog portrait and a cat portrait. So it was a golden retriever and a sphinx cat. Yes. And I was, okay, maybe people will be interested because I was known for pet portraits at the time. Yeah. And then for volume two, I was like, you know what? I'm not doing that anymore, but I still want to submit some art. And it was just primarily like fantasy themed. Uh, there are... There's the one that you recreated of the mom and baby, and she's nursing. And then there's a pregnant, like, fairy woman who has, like, a tree coming out of her head, and you can see inside of her womb. And then I also did, like, a deer made up of trees. And I was like, I have no idea if anybody's going to be interested in these or if they're just going to look at them and go, yeah, I could color that. Because you can kind of use the template book as a coloring book. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you're not into wood burning, that's a great yeah. way to use them. But when I saw that you actually made one, it just like blew my mind and made me so incredibly happy. Oh. Because I really didn't think anybody would end up doing them. <laughs> oh, both of both of this one and the motherhood one. Was it motherhood? Was yeah. the name of the other one? This one's symbosis and the other one's motherhood. Both of these I was you know, I was in the process of my daughter having been, you know, pregnant the year before and she was currently nursing. And so like these just they really connected for me. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and I love them and I hope that other people will go check them out and maybe they'll connect for you, too. Yeah, I hope so. I I clearly make a lot of mom pieces, baby fetal type of pieces. And part of it is. It fills me with joy because these are the pieces that I love making and it really just has so much meaning for me. But part of me making them is I just put so much love into them and hope that, you know, there are other people out there who might need that, you know, just. It's it's a great little support and seeing artwork about babies and growth and new life like that a lot you don't see a lot of that artwork out there and it's you know it helps to normalize this like crazy experience of becoming a mom yes exactly I think that the topic of pregnancy and what is happening inside is almost like taboo in a way but like we're all created in the exact same way like it's a part of who we all are so yes putting it out there <laughs> but I I know not you know my, my work um is very specific so it's totally okay if not everybody is into it I get a yeah. lot of people who I'm I share oh yeah I'm an artist and they're like what do you make and I'm like well um so you know like fetuses <laughs> and then it's just like <laughs> I do yeah okay if do it <laughs> well and and you can own that you can be like I make art about fetuses and yeah. it's really incredibly gorgeous and beautiful and you should check it out you know thank you yeah and whenever I do sell a piece I have a percentage that goes to March of Dimes I really want to have that donation element to all of my pieces 
but you know, things are going slowly as I'm raising a two-year-old now. <laughs> yeah. And it, yep. it just gets crazier as they get a little older. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So a lot of your inspiration comes from your, from your daughter, from your family, from, from the processes and, and even from your process of working through miscarriage and some of the, you know, taboo that comes with talking about that. Yeah, exactly. And it's a great way to kind of process that because it's such an emotional and such a difficult thing to go through and to talk about and experience. Yeah, I just found that this was a great outlet for me. Just all, you just feel so many differing emotions. You feel it just on every single level as, as a person. And when I was like, oh my goodness, I could make art and just like kind of get some of those emotions out of me and into a piece that really helped with healing. And it was kind of like art therapy. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. Um, for any pieces that you're making that are not um, baby or family inspired, are, are you making any that aren't nature or some inspired by something else at this point? Um, goodness. I am working on a couple of things. One is pregnancy related that I can happily show you. Um, I don't have much done on it yet. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. I it's going to be another one of my like pregnant fairy lady pieces. So you'll be able to kind of see through her belly and she'll have a big tree coming out of her head and like tall. Wow. That's, that's going to be great when it's done. Thanks. It'll be a mix of like oil paint and wood burning again. Um, I'm working on this really big piece. I'll see if I can show it up to you. It's just a wedding sign. Whoop. That is large. Oh my goodness. That's got to be fun. Like some of that you can burn on some real high heat and just make those big lines. I'm using the Walnut Hollow Bursa tool for all of this. So up here, I know it's kind of hard to see, but I'm going to be doing like a big sunflower made out of like just regular leaf shapes or petal shapes. And then like some hearts are mixed in. And then I have the cup in their wedding date so it's not too intense but it's just really large yeah yeah so wh what you said versatile and then is that your primary burner or what other tools do you use primary burner. i don't know if you can really see them that well but i do have um a walnut hollow um creative wood burner that has the wire tips Yes. Uh, currently have in here. I don't know what it's called, but I can tell you it's not a ballpoint, which I've I, known. I think using. that one's the writing tip. Okay. <laughs> I literally like just made everything all the time using a ballpoint tip. <laughs> so then I have a call with detailer, and this okay. is yep, which I have tattooed on. My oh my god I love that tattoo every time you post a picture with your hand and it's got that in I'm like oh man I need to get that kind of a tattoo that's so cool yeah I was um pretty hardcore dedicated to wood burning and then you know 
I had Luna and was like, I hate wood burning. It's making me so mad. I don't want to go back to it. But then I, of course, came back to it. <laughs> well, and it's still there and it's always there for you. Yeah. And it is still pretty relaxing, you know, moving slow and just, you know, kind of really focusing in on what you're doing with your mark making. It can be relaxing. Yeah. Slowing that way down and yeah, just taking a minute when things get crazy and hectic and you finally got the, the energy kid to bed for a nap or whatever. And you're like, okay, minute for mama, let's take it slow. Yep. So pretty much when I'm making my art, I'll mainly be at night or today. I'm only able to do this because Luna is at daycare. Okay, she goes yep. just two days a week, Tuesday and Wednesday. So I'll be able to make art then. But if it's a day where she's here, I know nothing is going to be happening. It's very rare when she does take a nap. <laughs> yes. When they <laughs> drop that nap, it's rough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so we talked about your favorite burners do you and and you're doing a lot of oil painting is that your favorite color medium or do you like to use other ones besides the oils i would say my primary paint medium is oil but it's a water soluble oil paint by it's the artisan line by them i really like it because I don't have to use like linseed oil or turpentine. That stuff is just, whoo, smells terrible. Uh, But I do like to use uh, acrylic paint by Golden Paints. And then I will occasionally use watercolor. Yeah, it kind of depends on the piece. But for watercolor, I like using Windsor and Newton still. How do those work on the wood? How's the oil paint work on wood? Does it get absorbed really easily like the watercolor does? Or um... So technically what you're supposed to do when you're painting on wood or board is you want to like prep the wood. So this painting I did of my dog Daisy, I went ahead and like sprayed. This is the sealant that I use. Okay. Urethane, indoor, outdoor. It's water-based. Again, I'm a fan of water-based stuff. Um, so I did a few coats of this on the wood. You want to like seal up the wood grain, and then to kind of bring back that like tooth to paint on. Like I went ahead and painted a gesso primer, and I just did it like where her head is, so like you can't okay. see it because then right. I covered it with. And then I sealed it again because if you do paint directly onto the wood, it can warp the wood or um, just kind of change color, especially if there are knots like in your wood slice, that'll totally pop through a lot of the paint. Sure. Yeah. And um, just already, something that bothers me just with like using wood in general is you can't put it directly in the sunlight because it'll automatically fade your piece. Immediately, yeah. Yeah. But I learned that even if you don't have it in direct sunlight, it will still fade over time. Like, it just yeah. almost really matters sometimes, you know? So, if you As prep- the wood changes and everything else, yeah. Yeah. So, prepping the wood ahead of time for a painting 
is actually like what you're supposed to do. So I just started doing that. But originally I was just straight up painting on the wood and it spreads like butter. It's so nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. I, I've i never used oil on wood and I didn't know about prepping it before. Yeah. Well, there you go. Learn it's something a- new. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, and then you, you talked about the finish that you like to use. Is there, are there items that you keep in your workspace here that are safety related items? Yep, absolutely. I, I got my handy dandy double glove set up. There's like a cloth glove first that I'll put on my hand and then a leather glove. And I use this for the Walnut Hollow Versatool because that, that thing gets so hot. And you, you can, can kind of like, see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's been burnt a few times. I think like at a demo at a show once I was like, yeah, see, look, and I can hit my hand and it won't burn. So I have like a hole (laughs) from like hair safety. And then I always use a little desk fan. I have it pointed away from me so it can suck in the smoke and take it out. I was wearing a mask for a good while. I still have my RZ mask. Like that's the brand and really like it, but my face gets so hot. I mean, we all know what wearing a mask is like. Yes. (laughs) It can be kind of unpleasant, but also in my studio. And it looks like you've got the windows around you. Windows. And then there's actually like a ceiling fan in here too. So I've got a lot of stuff to help me not super inhale smoke. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's the goal, to do this yeah. and not get sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where? What kind of wood do you use and where do you source it from? I primarily use basswood and aspen. So this is basswood. I think most, like, wood-burning artists really like this because it's yeah. really soft, easy to burn. It's this a nice is... white wood, so your burns show yeah. up really nicely. Yep. I get my basswood from Walnut Hollow. And then um, this is a piece of Aspen. So it's still like a whiter wood, very light. It has more of like a tight stuck on live edge, you know, because basswood, that bark that can crumble off. And I get the Aspen from this sweet family in New Mexico. Their company is called Fruitful Tree. And I love supporting them. Like we will talk occasionally back and forth, just seeing how each other's family is doing. I love oh, that. Oh, perfect. Sweet. They cut the trees themselves and process them. That her the wife also knows like wood burning and such. So big fan of them. That's cool. And then when you get the wood, do you have to do any kind of prep on that before you burn? Do you have to sand anymore or um, do anything uh, else? No. Uh, but. Back when Quinn, my husband, was a part of my business market with the B Gallery, we would like go around places and see like where people were like advertising, hey, I cut a tree down in my yard. Who wants this wood? And we would go and get the wood and cut it and process it for me. So like we have done stuff like that, but now it's just a lot easier to get it from these couple of places and I like that they're U.S. based and they're already ready to go. They do a great job with their processing. 
That's great. Yeah. To find those places that you can just get it and it's ready to burn on and you don't have to do anything but pick up the burner and turn it on. Yeah. 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 Um, so when you're, when you're creating, you said you mostly do it in the evenings. What, what's happening in the background? Is there movies on TV, listening to books, just you and some music or a candle? Like what, what happens in the background? Oh, I'll tell you, each experience is different. I used to have a TV in my studio space and for a good while, I was watching like America's Next Top Model, and yes. like, like the original, I, the the best. I was never interested in that before, but um, somebody suggested it to me, and I was like, okay. And then it just really filled me with confidence as a person. So I just, <laughs> um, but now um, I don't have a TV in the room, so I'll listen to. I totally listen to like. BGMC jazz music on YouTube. <laughs> okay. Like my number one go-to. Um, if not, um, I will listen to The Message on Sirius XM, which is like the Christian station. Yeah. And um, sometimes I have a candle going, yeah. Um, most of the time, because I share my like studio office space with Quinn, he will be in here and he'll like be playing a video game on his computer or asking me about stuff or we'll just be talking about like really weird things like what if hot fresh chocolate bars really existed and I go to <laughs> chocolate I don't know what you're thinking <laughs> <laughs> that's so great that you can have that like that time with him and still be able and still do your your work but you know not be alone yeah. Cool. Um, and then, uh, so being a mom and Brandy rolls, does that keep you busy full time or is there anything else that you're doing outside of t- taking care of Luna and doing your art? Yeah, I would say, um, my other main thing going on is just like church related. It's very new in my life. I went through a very long period of rejecting God from my life and not having any like Christian anything in my life. So when I had Luna, it was just like this battle inside, like, should she have that? Cause I didn't have that. I don't know. And then something happened and we ended up finding a church and, um, I joined a local mom group that's through the church and, I ended up getting baptized not too long ago. Oh, so great. like a lot of like church related things ended up happening. And you, so you can really find some good community through church. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm, that it can be a really great place to connect with people. Yeah. I really enjoy it. Sometimes it's overwhelming balancing like the church and my daughter, and my husband, and our dog, and when am I going to make art? When am I going to be able to take a shower? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, completely. <laughs> yeah, and I am currently pregnant. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you. Hopefully everything goes just fine, and have a healthy pregnancy, healthy baby, and so... Yes, sending all the good vibes your way. Thank you. That is definitely like 
a focus right now, just like trying to make it through the first trimester. Yes. It is not an easy time. Right. (laughs) And especially when you're still chasing another one around. Yeah. There are days where I just straight up lie on the floor next to her while she plays. And then she, um, yeah, she just climbs me and bounces on top of me. And I go, oh, great. (laughs) Yep. I I think every mom has been there at some point where you're like, I I don't have it today. I'm just going to. I'm in the same room. You're safe. Your needs are met. Yes. I'm going to lay here and nobody needs me to do anything more. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, there let's are- take a... Go ahead. It, but, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. And sometimes that's, sometimes that's all you've got for that day. And that's okay for that to just, <laughs> just be what you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So let's take a real quick break here and we'll be back in just a bit. And we're back with Brandy Rolls and she's even brought in a friend. We have Daisy, her puppy dog here with us. Um, So Brandy, you were saying as we before we took the break that it can sometimes be hard to fit in self-care and taking and finding that time to take a shower. What do you do to take care of yourself? I really leaned into just that that idea of you can't pour from an empty cup. You know, you really need to just actually take care of yourself before you can take care of somebody else or other things or tasks So I was like, okay, I'm really stepping back from my mentality I had when I had my business of go, 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 keep going. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to take a break to let Daisy outside. This is ridiculous. I have to keep working, you know, to just, you know what? I feel like I've been doing it like an unhealthy way this whole time. And I really want to just slow things way down and really focus on what matters in my life. And I like made a list of like the things that I really truly care about. And like art of course was on there, but it was a lot lower. And like posting on social media, way down at the bottom. (laughs) So So you kind of set your priorities and have been working through and doing the things that are most important. Exactly. And I honestly just really wanted to be there for Luna, my daughter, just after experiencing the miscarriages and just like a lot of issues through pregnancy in general, I was like, she's finally here. And I'm not going to let this like go by. I want to be here for everything that she goes through. And I really just don't want anything else to like get in the way. That. That's great. And that takes so much pressure off of you to feel like you have to do every single thing on the list. If you're like, I got this list of 10 things, but I have to get to number one, two, and three, and anything else is just kind of a bonus. Yeah. I started out with this idea of, okay, I'm going to just have one goal a day. And like back when I had my business, I probably had like 10 plus goals a day, (laughs) but 
I was just like, now I'm like, okay, I'm just going to focus on one thing. And that one thing is going to be blank. I think like before it was just kind of like, okay, my goal is to take a shower today. And then the next day would be, my goal is to actively sit down in a chair at one point and look out a window with a cup of tea. <laughs> you know, it was just like a lot of just like more little personal life things. Like reframing your goals. and Yeah, already, of course, top of the list was taking care of my baby, taking care of myself, taking care of the dog. You know, like those are like... Making sure that everybody got food and to the bathroom or diapers changed and like we've checked the bare minimum yes and then let's get a little bit more in to take care of myself yep I will say I totally only wash my hair like one time a week I think something happened with my hair like I have really long hair it goes lower back and I don't know like eventually my hair and scalp got used to one washing a week and it's fine so if anything it was benefit (laughs) (laughs) yeah and but you find that time to do your self-care to do some self-care even if it's one small thing a day that's just for you exactly that's that's perfect exactly what you need and what you can fit in with everything else happening in your life right now yeah yeah, and giving yourself the space to like to accept that that is the that that's the one thing that you are doing and that's okay. Yes, exactly. And there's no pressure that you have to or should be or must be doing something else. Yes. Um a couple of phrases that I repeat through the day are I am grateful for this moment, even if it's totally a moment where Luna is throwing something at me. Or I'm cleaning up after, like, a poopy diaper. Just, like, it doesn't matter what it is. It's just, like, you know what? I'm living, and I'm totally in this moment. I'm here for it. And I'm totally grateful. And then, well, now that I got to the second one, now I don't remember what it was. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I remember. It's, I am enough. That's it. Just, I am enough. I am enough. (laughs) Uh, yes. How often do we need to just remind ourselves of that? I am enough. Yep. Yes. That's, that is amazing. Do you do anything outside of this to like, what, what do you do to unwind or to relax? Is, is wood burning your relaxing? Is there something else that you do to kind of take that moment and relax? There is something else. I really got into cooking. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I really, like, I was into cooking previously, but then I kind of gave up and made Quinn do all the cooking for years. And then finally, last year, like, at the start of 2022, I was like, you know what, I'm going to get back into cooking. I loved it. I just, like, having that time to prep dinner at some point in the day is my favorite. It used to be during Luna's nap time, and sometimes she does nap, so it'll still happen. Um, but I love that, like cutting up vegetables, like planning out what I'm going to make like for each day and then the act of cooking. It's just, you can really be super creative and it's like all based on like feeling, you know? Yeah. So much of it can be. Yeah. Yeah. So that's 
one of my main relaxation things. I know it's not relaxing for many other people. <laughs> do you like to do that by yourself or do you get Luna involved and have a little like kid safe knife and let her chop up veggies or anything like that? I haven't tried anything like kid safe knife related, but we have made um, cookies together, cakes, and um, there will be like breads sometimes that I'll yeah. make with so anything more baking related I like to do with her but like I recently got into baking and I'll try like more like vegan style baking but Quinn is more of the baker he's amazing at it <laughs> all the fats all the sugar all the stuff and like which is fine I like all the fats and stuff <laughs> but I like to more like experiment and so when Luna comes in, it's just like, sometimes can be stressful. <laughs> sometimes your teaspoons turn into tablespoons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There have definitely been times where we got the, um, like, too much vanilla extract, but that's okay. <laughs> it, it's all right. It's an experiment, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely as she gets older, I would love to bring her into the kitchen more and really let go of my, like, control that I have for things to be clean <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to do though for sure I have tried painting with her like finger painting and something that I found I really liked was just like laying out like a big towel like a picnic sized towel thing over the table and I get like a little canvas for her and I pick out like a color scheme for her. So then it doesn't just all turn like muddy grossness color. Yes. You know? And um, it's really fun. But like the setup takes a while. And then she only does it for maybe five minutes. <laughs> right. And then you've got to clean up. And then you're trying to keep her entertained while cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is still fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Well, are you ready to play our favorite game here on Peak Pyrography? I would love to play it. <laughs> All right. It, this is the deserted island. Um, and you may you may have seen it on or heard Rachel Strauss do it. I, I, I've borrowed the idea from her. Um, <laughs> yeah. So as a as a wood burner or a, as an artist on and you are on a deserted island, what type of wood, what burner what nib, and then what's one extra item that you would have there with you? Okay. So probably my go-to would, would be basswood, just yep. because there's a lot more versatility. And then next was burner. Burner, yep. Yeah, my go-to burner totally is my Colwood detailer. And I only have one tip for it, which is the ballpoint. And so obviously it's going to be the uh, ballpoint. <laughs> Yeah, because I literally do everything with the ballpoint tip. Um, I'm too scared to branch out. <laughs> um, and then um, what was the next one? And then one extra item that you would have there with you. I would really want paint. It's just I feel like a set of paints might be considered more than one item. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a, a kind of paint. Sure. <laughs> okay. Then I would totally take my oil paint and I would just paint with my fingers. That's fine. I don't <laughs> no brush. Just, just paint. Then, yep. then you, then you can really embrace that messiness. 
Yeah, there you go. It's just a learning experience. <laughs> yes, perfect. <laughs> um, and then I like to have a moment here where we do some shout outs and some community building. So who are three accounts that you really feel like are is really great for other people to follow? And this could be wood burners. This could be non wood burners, artists, non artists, professionals in other fields. You know, what are just some three accounts that you feel like are really beneficial and others would really enjoy or learn something from? I feel like my first two are like, a given as a wood burning artist. My top two are at Woodburn Corner, which is yep. Rachel. And she's, you know, really got like this great influence on the wood burning community. And I know her as a person. I love her. And so like it's hard because I am biased. But she does have just like so many great resources. Especially if you're just starting out with wood burning, you're interested, like she has like a toolkit she has books she can send you like your own kit like beginner's kit like she's just like there for you and will totally get back to you if you reach out to her and I love that she's always like in the know of what's happening in the community or like starting um kind of like burnt month which is like her yeah. own other day prompts um so I just love how involved she is and just like there for any level of artist, you know? Yeah. From beginning pyros to experts, uh, many people have been able to find help or stuff, you know, very useful information from Rachel. Yeah. She's really all about like helping others instead of like, well, you got to figure it out yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. She, so, she puts the community over competition. Absolutely. Yes. um, My second is at Walnut Hollow, just because I personally like knowing like what new pieces they're coming out with or like who they feel like inspired by because they'll share some wood burning artists work, but they'll share other artists work that are using their stuff for more than just wood burning. And I kind of like seeing that just like, well, what else could I do with this? Because my mind automatically goes to wood burning. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And and having getting some of your wood from there and getting and having two of their burners as kind of your (laughs) your secondary burners after your coal wood. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, Definitely have so much love for Walnut Hollow. Definitely. And then my third one is actually more parenting related. It's at Big Little Feelings. And I don't know if you're familiar with them. Oh, I, Kristen and Dina. Yeah, I follow them closely. (laughs) It's one of the few (laughs) accounts outside of wood burning that I like check daily. Yes, I really appreciate a lot of like the parenting tips and hacks and just everything that they share, especially because I feel like most parents these days will primarily, primarily focus on like gentle parenting style. And that's like kind of what I'm following and it can be frustrating and they will like delve into aspects of that style of parenting. And they'll also be like, Hey, remember you got to put yourself first or, so this is what my child did today. Like, yeah. just know not alone. This happens. <laughs> you know? It happens to everybody. Yeah. It it helps to see those, some of those, like, normalizing again. 
yes. moments or reminders that like like you said often you'll see that on their channel too where I am enough today yes or this is yeah. where we are today and that is okay absolutely yep and so much of what they teach or what they talk about is so applicable for more than just parenting I've oh. used it I've used some of it like the validating feelings and I've used some of that with people at work and other places and it's okay for you to feel this way. All feelings are okay. All behaviors yeah. are not. We can work through this. Yes. Absolutely and, agree. And yeah. Those are some great accounts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Brandy, what's one tip or trick that you use you think is valuable and worth sharing that others might find value in? Well, when I was thinking about it, I initially was going to, like, say, oh, hey, um, you know, like, like, when you're making your business, because this, I feel like, like, this answer is mostly, like, business-related, like, just, you know, business takes time to build, go slow, you know, just don't, like, you got to enjoy the journey while you're building a business, you know, if you want to, like, have your artwork be your main thing, that's awesome, but don't just like dive in head first, like what I did and like try to learn things along the way after the fact, you know? So that is definitely like my main go-to of like what I share with artists, especially if they want to start their business. But I think that like my most important thing that I would share is just like, you are perfectly imperfect and like life keeps going and you just, you know, you got to enjoy it while you're here. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That's perfect. And such a good reminder. Perfectly imperfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you, what kind of things, I mean, you've got baby coming. What other things do you have kind of coming up on the radar? I totally wrote out like this long goals list, like for 2023. (laughs) And I don't think I really met any of them yet. I think I wrote out like almost 20 goals for this year. I don't know why I do this to myself. I did it last year and I gave up. But one thing I really do want to do, I don't know if it'll be this year, Um, but I'd love to go to a few local shops again and just see if I can sell some of my work there. Like there's this one store around us, um, called the painted rave and they have like a lot of like, like novelty, um, creepy stuff. (laughs) So just like, um, like Ouija boards and like gemstones um stepped things they have like art there like art prints and paintings and whatnot but it's more just like oddity you know what I mean does that make sense yeah um but I really feel like a lot of my embryo and fetal artwork might do well there just kind of like it kind of feels like it might fit the vibe so that's like something like a big goal for me is to try to get back into a store and I want to start there (laughs) oh cool yeah. And that that's there in normal Illinois. So people, if they want to come find you, come find some of your artwork, they can find you online at brandyrolls.square.site. Yeah. Or, or they can find you in person at yeah. 
yeah. the painted wrath? Wraith. Wraith. Yeah. Hopefully. I'm Hopefully. Just, I just, but yeah, that shop is technically in downtown Bloomington. So Bloomington okay. all are like, they're essentially the same town. <laughs> I don't know why this is. I've only been living here for like two years. So. <laughs> um, but yeah. I'm trying cool. to think. If I really have anything else coming up or going on. I really just like kind of chilled way out once I had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> just diff- different journeys and different things that are highest priority. Yeah, exactly. And I, I'm still making my art. I'll still share on social media when I can. <laughs> well, thank you. And we will definitely follow you on Instagram at Brandy Rolls. That's B-R-A-N-D-Y-R-O-E-L-S. Yeah. So go check her out. Um, and thank you so much for coming on today. It was so great to ch- get to talk to you. Yeah. Thank you so much for asking me to come on here. I'm super stoked. <laughs> yeah. Um, this this has been so much fun and make sure you guys all go and check out brandy thank you no pressure but that's (laughs) (laughs) thank you yeah as you guys heard and saw lots of journeys to follow brandy on go see if you can find her art in person out in normal illinois and that's such wonderful news about her baby and we wish her all the best on everything that's coming up. Peak Pyrography is produced by Fetty Studios and Justine Fetty. Our producer and sound engineer is Kevin Fetty. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like and subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. You can share your comments on today's podcast or suggestions for the future on Instagram at peak underscore pyro or via email at peakpyrography at gmail.com. That's P-E-A-K P-Y-R-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y at gmail.com. Until next time, keep creating. I can't wait to see what you make next.